0: Hello and welcome to the Flying Frisbee podcast with me, Dominic Frisbee, and I'm recording today's episode from a cafe, so you might hear a little bit of chat in the background, a little bit of clinking china, the steaming of a coffee machine, as well as some rather soothing lounge music. And as always, you can read today's article, you can listen to it, or as some like to do, you can do both. And it's April the 6th today, the beginning of the tax year in the UK, and today's piece is called When the Government Stole 11 Days. So as I say, today is April the 6th, the beginning of the new tax year in the UK, and it's odd that the tax year should begin on such an apparently random date as April the 6th and end on April the 5th, but there is a reason. Once upon a time, the new year in England did not begin in the middle of winter on January the 1st. Instead, the year was aligned with the seasons. It began around the spring equinox, when the, day, uh, when the length of day and night is the same, on 20, on March the 25th, Lady Day. England operated on the Julian calendar, so named because it came into law under Julius Caesar, and Lady Day was one of the four quarter days, the other three being Midsummer's Day, the 24th of June, Michaelmas, the 29th of September, and Christmas Day. Quarter days were important days. They were when rents were paid, accounts were due, servants were hired, and school terms began. And the tradition went all the way back to medieval times, perhaps even before it probably went all the way back to the Roman invasion. As Lady Day fell between ploughing and harvesting, it became the date on which long-term contracts between farmer and landowner would begin. And farmers could often be seen travelling from old farm to new on Lady Day. As farming used to be England's most important industry, it also came to be the first day of the fiscal and contractual year. In 1582, Pope Gregory XIII introduced the more accurate Gregorian calendar and Europe, led by France, began to adopt it. Scotland, both independent and Catholic at the time, switched in 1600. Protestant England, however, did not embrace this Catholic innovation and stayed with what it knew. Eventually, in 1751, to address the growing problem of dual dating, that is people using different calendars and to fall in line with both Scotland and the rest of Europe, Parliament passed the Calendar Act and so Britain switched from the Julian to the Gregorian calendar, with the 1st of January becoming the first day of the new year. As a result, 1751 became a short year, running from only March to December. But England still had to correct by 11 days in order to align the two calendars. So it was decided that the second Wednesday, the 2nd of September, 1752, would be followed by Thursday, the 14th of September. And thus did England lose 11 days. Taxes and other dues still had to be paid on uh, Lady Day, the 25th of March, however. And collectors wanted the full amount... People wanted something for the 11 days they had lost. Give us our 11 days, they cried. There are even stories of riots breaking out. The discontent was solved, the problem was solved, by moving the start of the fiscal year back 11 days, to the 6th of April. And it remains, to this day, the beginning of the tax year. Thank you very much for listening. I'll be back with another podcast very soon. Goodbye.